right, welcome back to another episode of We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And tonight we're discussing season one, episode four, titled Can You Hear Me Now? Original air date, June 29th, 2010, written by Joseph Doherty and directed by Norman Buckley. (gasps) Norman. Yes, our old friend Norman. The liars take matters into their own hands and try to put a stop to A by blocking all unknown users, but their problems are far from over. (laughs) Our problems are not far from over. They're not far from over. We just spent like... 20 minutes on this tech. Okay. Uh, So a little poison tonight is a tequila mockingbird. I did not make it up. I can't take credit for it. The recipe will be posted in the description for the episode, but obviously it has tequila, one of our favorites. How cute. I love the name. Love the name. Thank you. Again, I can't take credit. So the girls decide on some specifics for Allie's memorial. Michelle's like, what is happening? Why are they outside? This wind is really happening. What's going on? Yeah, I was really distracted by the wind. And I was like, why is this taking place outside? And then Liz is like, "Uh, it's the bench. It's the (laughs) memorial bench. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. It's okay. They're, They're going to take that bench. They're going to remodel or rebuild a bench in in Allie's memory with like art tiles around it and it's basically going to be a, sh- a shrine to her and then while they're doing that and talking about the logistics Spencer says well why don't we just block all communication from numbers that we don't know so they a proofed their phones and laptops and things like that um so a can't make an appearance throughout their day or so they think yeah (laughs) they also have allison's bracelet in their possession hannah's been holding on to it it's basically evidence though like they're withholding this evidence from the police yeah because they found it in the woods right so the fact that they didn't give it to anyone is a little suspicious and the fact that they're keeping it is it just if you found your friend's bracelet in the woods would you keep it or would you give it for evidence? I would probably give it for evidence. Yeah. You know? I know. I feel... But then maybe they think that the cops will be on to them. Right. Plus their DNA is on it, right? Like they picked it up. I guess they could have left it there. Yeah. I def- like, we couldn't touch this, but... <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have left it there. No. I definitely would have taken it and kept it either as like close to me because it's my friend or given for evidence but they're already thinking they're they did something the detective right so i guess that's why they're holding on to it yeah and they're very uneasy about holding on to it well hannah is and so spencer ends up taking it from her and then we have this (laughs) this piece of paper just flying in the air towards the girls very meticulously uh placed and it's Allie's missing photo but on it says ding dong the bitch is dead yeah and the girls are looking around like, where did this come from? And uh, there's like a kid across the street and they're looking at him like, yeah. is it you? What happened? And also we had that bike scene. And also Ezra has passed by. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. In the notes, it says itch. And I just itched my nose. Weird. It told you to itch your nose? I think because I copied and pasted something and it was in white font. And then now because you have a dark mode on, it's so this is it and then itch no anyway a came through a came through time to she made her way through 
All right, so the aftermath of Hannah crashing Sean's car is for real. Ashley is furious. She's like, I do not need to see another cop car here. I cannot help you. There is no one I can sleep with anymore to get you out of these charges. I actually thought that... Well, you didn't think this was going to come out already. Oh, and also I thought maybe he wouldn't have linked it to Hannah, like would have linked it to Hannah, but there's no way it would have, like Hannah would have twisted be like, I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. You have no proof. Yeah. I was shocked about this, actually. I know it came out real quick. We, we, yeah. sum, we summed this all up. And while she's at school, she gets a phone call from her dad, Tom, which she hasn't heard from in a while since he has... Uh, left them so she picks up the phone anticipating he's going to reprimand her about the sean car accident but he says he's coming into town he wants to see her she gets excited because he doesn't mention anything about the car she thinks that he's just coming there to see her which of course as a daughter you would want that right and the girls are very hesitant they're like are you sure hannah it's not about the car and hannah's like no 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 he just wants to come and see me i'm so excited she gets all dolled up. Ashley gets all dolled up. This is weird. He's like, oh, our communications have crossed, Ash. Like, I, it's just going to be me and Hannah tonight. Okay. So at this point, I'm like, are they separated or are they divorced? And then I was like, I think they're divorced because then later on he is engaged to someone else. Right. And when we were in the chat, people were saying, okay, that was kind of rude. The fact that she got ready, Ash got ready yeah. and dolled up to go out. But- why would she think she would go out with them? Right. Yeah. When Hannah was talking to Tom, I believe she said, like, I, you're like, you're going to clear it with mom or you're going to get tell mom or something like that. So I don't know why Ashley got the impression that she was also invited. I think she was thinking Tom was in town to see both of them, but really he's just there to see Hannah. It's weird. It is weird. And so she's obviously disappointed and she starts getting undressed and Tom Tom takes Hannah out. And during the walk to the car, he makes a comment about having a new car and please don't crash it. And so Hannah's like, wait, you are here for that. And he says, well, basically he's there to play good cop. He still wants to have a relation, you know, talk to his daughter and and see her. Um, But he he also is there because of what happened between sean's car and hannah (laughs) yeah so then the next day hannah gushes over her dad to the girls and she even talks about maybe going to visit him in maryland more often maybe during the summer then we have another dinner date between the two of them or so hannah thinks and tom's actually trying to listen to hannah and asking her how she feels about the alley situation he he is understanding that she's going through a lot right now also she says well I really haven't talked to Sean like things are happening in her life that I guess he has been missing out on and then in walks Isabel and her daughter Kate we find out that this is now Tom's fiance and potential stepdaughter ouch yeah I feel like this is so typical so typical let me get back in my daughter's life just to tell her this big news yeah yeah and i'm assuming ashley doesn't know about this right and we don't know how long they've been separated right um hannah says that my dad hasn't seen me since i lost the weight we're to assume that she lost the weight right around Allie's, like right before maybe Allie disappeared because i know Allie was like 
helping her transition, yeah, right. whatever that means. Right. Um, so maybe about a year he hasn't seen her, something like that. Maybe phone calls, but not in person. And during so, that time, got a fiance and a new daughter. And a new daughter, right. And living a nice, happy life uh, in Maryland. And do you think that Tom was trying to sway Hannah to come and live with him? To me, I got the impression like, oh, and also you, like Hannah, you'll be part of the family as well. I thought so at first, but then I did not appreciate the switch in tone and Mm -hmm. reprimanding her. In front of them. It was really, really rude, and you need to handle that on your own time. And it's very obvious that Isabel and Kate know of it. Right. Like, why did we have to point out what happened with Sean's car and what she has to now do and the deal he made? Like, And even the way he delivered it. Like, you could see the, the switch mm-hmm. in his eyes. Mm-hmm. What was that? I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I really don't. Like, I how don't did remember. you take that? <laughs> did you take that? Like, I, I took it as you're part of this family too, Hannah, and I'm going to also include you in reprimanding you because this is a safe space. Cause this is my family. Like I'm, I'm the head, head honcho and I'm going to tell you how it is because you made the mistake and now I need to fix it. Like mommy couldn't fix it this time. I have to fix it. But they, they already, I mean, but his it. attitude is terrible. Though. They already talked about that in private. Right. No need to bring it up. And, and it wasn't even like in the beginning, or the end it was in the middle it was mid-conversation of nothing they were even talking about they were talking about kate it was like the kate show and kate was sailing and isabel's like oh kate can teach you how to sail and hannah's super awkward she's like i clearly don't fit in here i'm not part of this family and then all of a sudden he's just like i guess because hannah like made a joke of kate sailing like which one's gonna come back yeah and he was like you need to be put in your place a little bit yeah that really was uncalled for in that in the heat of the moment of that conversation it was definitely something we could have had in private so to sum that up though hannah is now having to work in sean's mother's dentist's office doing clerical stuff to pay back the ackards that's what their last name is for the car's damage i guess because they're basically paying her they're i don't think they're paying her oh it's it's pro bono yeah and it's gonna be like a, a peace offering like this is a truce we're good kind of like community service right you'll pay off your debts exactly by working for me during that dinner she does get a call a text an sos text from spencer okay we gotta we gotta talk about these messages Th- what's wrong with them what is up with these fucking texts <laughs> are they facebook messages are they there, texts why are they so small at the top of the screen except for Arya's is like a big quotation mark Arya's question could mark. poke an eye out it's so bright not question mark it's Thought text box. bubble mm-hmm. bubble right I can't speak <laughs> and then hers is in that with the face that's like cut out I know what I know the, it's bizarre it's bizarre. I mean I don't think I thought I did not think anything of it in 2010 though how come though every show that has texting or calling gossip not just gossip girl any show at this time even even shows in 2003 that used four and five and flip phones and stuff yeah the texting looked normal why is it not normal in rosewood because rosewood is not normal why are we trying to make it weird this yeah. doesn't have to look weird yeah and i remember and like it it changes too, like the girls' phones change, and like I mean, obviously the show is on for seven years, so 
it, it does change, but I don't remember really what it changes into. And I don't remember this being weird. So I guess it just truly was the time, you know, it was 12 years ago. This was acceptable. Even I was going to use uh, Friday Night Lights as an example, but we do see a text in next week's episode mm. and it looks like a normal fucking text. And that's small town Texas. <laughs> But it's just so funny, like SOS, very, very I tiny know. up top. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. I know we'll keep getting more. But do listeners, do you feel this way? Have you noticed this or am I just being real weird about it? No, I think now I look at it as this is so weird to see. Yeah. But then, like I said, didn't even cross my mind. We'll go over to Spencer in the morning. She sees her Russian history teacher who tells her that her essay was entered into the golden orchid contest of course it was she's shitting a brick because um she plagiarized her old her old sister her sister's (laughs) old essay and then later spencer does reveal to hannah that she did this so she's not keeping it a secret she tells hannah hannah says well you're not even gonna win how do you know you're gonna win spencer's like come on (laughs) it's first of all it's melissa's essay we know it's gonna win And then they kind of talk about, and Michelle and I were a little confused about how they worded, they phrased, did you peek? So did you peek and see if if you got messages? Did you peek? Did you turn off your unblocking? Like, we don't really know what they mean by did you peek? Like, could you be able to see the numbers, all the numbers that are getting blocked? No. No, right? Clearly, because of what happens later. With, with Ren. With Ren and that Stimpy. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and they're still getting, like, okay. I do, right. I, I'm i trying to, like, think of how this could work. But I'm like, oh, at first, at first of this scene, I'm like, they haven't looked at their phones. Right. Do they not peek at all looking at their phones to see if they got any messages? That doesn't right? make sense because they're getting SOS messages. Right. Throughout Later. the episode. Right. Right. What do we, like, I don't know. I don't know why they phrased it that. Did you peek? I don't know. Did you peek at what? It's weird. What'd you peek at? Did someone clarify. Yeah. We're questioning. We have lots this. of clarifications in this episode. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh so the next night when Hannah is out with family and co, um, haste at the Hastings, Spencer is in her room. I thought she was meditating in the chat. They're like, No, she's just looking at Allie's bracelet. I'm like, Yeah, but she's like it looks like she's sleeping, but whatever. Um, she hears a crash from downstairs and she runs down. She grabs a knife and to her surprise, what a surprise, it's Ren. And he's drunk. With a geranium With bush. a geranium. Carried it from, I guess, outside of her house into her house. Wait. I think this was on their property. I don't think he like bought it somewhere. I think he took it from their property to give. I don't, maybe. I mean, that's how I took it. Really? I Because <laughs> where the fuck did he get that thought from? He brought them a rose bush to make nice. Mm-hmm, peace offering. But he's drunk and... He also broke their back door. Yeah, and then it's also a geranium bush. So you think he just took it from I, their property and walked in with it? Yes. And that's... I'm thinking... No, either way is not good. Either way is not good. Either way is weird. And either way doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of logistics that don't make sense in this episode. Which way do you think he was doing? You'd think he... Why would he walk in with... Because he's drunk? Right. I thought, like, he got drunk. He went to go talk to her parents. And in his drunken thoughts, he saw it out. This is how I took... And this is how I've always taken it. I've seen this episode, like, five times in my life. I thought he took it from, like, outside their house 
picked it up and was going to bring it into like his drunk state of thinking that was going to be like his way of a peace offering. I could be very wrong. Please, I'm going to pull it out. I'd like to know what y'all think. Isn't it crazy how we both watched the same, the same episode? And I'm like, wow, who brings a full rose bush? Right. As you, a gift. He didn't bring a bouquet of flowers. He bought an entire bush in a pot, in a clay pot. Well, it was, yeah, it was like or a whatever. Plant, it it broke. Planter. Yeah. It's weird. And she didn't, and Spencer didn't say anything about right. it. That's true. That's true. Maybe it's not from their house. Maybe it's she could not. Been, she could oh, have yeah. been like, wait. You took that from outside. Like, why wasn't that even questioned? Like, what is not even questioned? Not even a thing. We're the we're the only ones harping on it. This this has not been talked about in PLL history. (laughs) It's just us. No one cares. (laughs) Because nobody cares. (laughs) Um, He tells Spencer he's been trying to reach her, but as we know, she has blocked numbers that she doesn't know. So he's stumbling around. Spencer is trying to sit him down and he ends up, of course, we know, crashing the pot and the flower dirt and soil like goes all over the floor. He falls down. She thinks it's super charming and he's just problematic. So many problems. He says, Mm. like, your face is very fair. It's very fair. And like Snow White. And that's how we that's how we both took that. We took it as like that was Snow White, not like pale. Right. Because like what a compliment. <laughs> right. Like you're you're fair. Your beauty is like like Snow White, like refined, precious. And then brushes that's, her cheek. Of course. That's what you do. Brush the cheek. And I'm sure she was swooning and was getting all hot and bothered because of this. But like they're under the table and having this moment and then like shoot to them having a conversation. Well, during this moment, I don't know if you caught it. I did catch it. The, the video? Yes. Oh, okay, good. Because you were like looking down for a while typing. I was like, is she not watching? Oh, no. So you did catch they were being recorded. Oh, yeah. That was a huge thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I definitely okay. caught that. I did. Um. Yeah, and then, then all of a sudden, like, he's sober or sobered up because she gets him some black coffee. Because that's the track. Okay, real talk about this. Anytime I've been drunk and needed to sober up, I'm trying to think of actually the moments where I've tried black coffee. But I don't think black coffee sobers you up as quick as it's we see on TV and movies. Absolutely not. It's like I shower it's just and a coffee. Myth that, like it doesn't actually sober you up. I don't know. <laughs> I'm having a hard um, time and talking then she today. insists on taking him home. Well, no, to the motor court. Right. Lodge. And he says, okay, well, I'm actually staying in a, a motel nearby. And I'm thinking, okay, well, you drove there, though. They walked. No, he drove to Spencer's house. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even catch that. So you t- you mean to tell me you got drunk in like 45 minutes just sitting on the porch or something? Because you definitely drove drunk. Bad. Red flag. Wait. Red flag. Do you think he drove and parked in front of Spencer's house and then walked to the local grill, got drunk, stole the bush mm. from outside their house. Or outside the grill. Outside the grill. This is we're making a whole side story here. Outside the grill. We got this. And then decided that now I have my courage. I, if we're going to give him all that, the benefit of the doubt, let's say that's what happened. But... They don't clarify anything, so I'm just to assume that he drove there drunk, and then uh, Spencer told him he couldn't drive home because he was drunk still, even though he sobered up from the black coffee. Quote, 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 quote. Yes. So she drives Ren to the motel. They she, walk. 
They walk. No, she drives Ren's car there, and then Hannah comes and picks her up in Hannah's car. You're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep trying to correct you. Like they walk. She's I, like they walk. I don't know why I thought they walked. Well, I mean, I would have hoped they. I would have liked them to walk, well, but they probably never would have made it home. They processed this episode wildly different well tonight. yes and i mean this is also like again my like fifth time watching this episode in my lifetime so i apologize um so hannah does meet spencer there to take her home and she's actually witnessing spencer trying to get ren into the motel and they kiss a very passionate kiss and says he says you know i meant everything i said last time like i did wish i met you first i'm like again She's in high school. But like this whole time, what are Ren's intentions? He came we're to so, apologize. We're so confused by this. He came to apologize to the Hastings for his performance, but he actually doesn't want Melissa back. Right? He does. Because if you did, why would you still be hitting on Spencer? And do you want to? Do you want them both? Have your cake and eat a two thing? And take the bush. And then. <laughs> is that a peace offer? Like, I, I, this whole scene was very confusing. It was absolutely confusing. And to reiterate, I have seen this five times. So why am I so confused about it? He right. comes in, says, I want to talk to your parents and give them this flat, these geranium plant. And she says, well, my parents aren't here. They're in New York with Melissa. Okay. So you'll have to go. He's like, but then he like gets distracted by the fairness of Spencer. And then he realizes he still, I think has feelings for Spencer, obviously, and then wants to pursue being with Spencer and Spencer's not shutting it down, but she's not, she's not going in. She's not going in for it, but she's not shutting it down. So he's like, come in. And she's like, I got myself into a lot of trouble in the past couple of days. Like I'm good. But he was calling Spencer maybe because no one else would answer. Right. And I think to just like get her to get them to talk to him. And like, why though? Why do you want to apologize to this family? I don't, like you it just leave it be, dude. Leave it be. You you made a mistake, a very big one, and the other person involved is in the family. It's not even like you're you're still playing with fire every time you try and reach out and make amends. It's not gonna happen. So Hannah watches this kiss, and as she's in the car, over the radio. They say, and this one goes out to Hannah, dedicated <laughs> by A. I love that. Yeah. She's reaching there. And the waves. song is, I don't need you anymore. Yeah. And so Hannah's like, oh, shaken up. Spencer gets in the car and Hannah's like, we are so out of our league. Like, just because we blocked these, this person, they are still everywhere and still going to find us and make our lives a living hell because we're now we're not playing with them. What do you think of the song title? I don't need you anymore. I, I would have really been like, cool, it. you're, you don't need to mess with me anymore. That's right. how I would have taken Same. it. Same. Then it made me think of, well, I don't need Hannah anymore. So maybe are you going to eliminate Hannah somehow? Right. Are you going to, you know, make her life living hell? Are you going to try and kill her? Like, we don't know. You know she how, doesn't know. You know how in Gossip Girl in the finale, when we find out who Gossip Girl mm-hmm. is and we get this flashback and all the things make sense. Yeah. When we find out who A is or who they are. Yeah. As a collective, mm-hmm. do we get flashbacks and we get to put um, the pieces together? I don't think I don't remember flashbacks necessarily, but we do get um, who, what, when, where, why eventually. OK. Yeah. But I don't think we do it in a way where you see it play out. It's just like this 
person or persons or whatever telling you why. Okay. From my memory, which is the foggy one. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, we have so far to go. (laughs) After this episode, (laughs) when we finished, I looked at Liz and I said, yikes. (laughs) Yikes. And I was like, and welcome to Pretty Little Liars. I said, some of them are like this. I was like, we're four episodes in. We're only four episodes in. Yeah. Um, First season, the first two seasons, I feel like, are really good. But they're obviously, like, not all our winners. It's fun. (laughs) Oh, it's so much fun. fun. It's so much fun. It's just, I was like, even though it was a really cringy episode, I still enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The girls go back to Spencer's, and they realize that the smashed flower on the floor is now in the shape of a grave. I did not notice that. Oh, well, yes. On Spencer's uh, island. And so they're like, shit, someone's been in the house. They run upstairs immediately to see if Allison's bracelet has been taken. It hasn't. And then they turn around and they scream and they text SOS and all the girls come in. And on Spencer's mirror, written out in jungle red lipstick, which was Allie's color, states, it won't be that easy, bitches. A. I remember the preview for this episode and them going <gasps> was like, of course, like the last scene of the promo. And I remember being like, that was it. <laughs> Man, that was it. Just some lipstick on the mirror. Like, wait. I got duped. Okay. Over to <laughs> Aria. Uh. I know. <laughs> Her storyline right now is just unbearable to me. It's I'd rather watch any of the other girls. Same. Same. What's funny is I think she's probably supposed to be like the main character in at least this first season. Well, that's sad. I remember there's like a lot of hype over Arya, you know, just a lot of hype. Uh, Like even even though Ren sucks, Ren and Snippy are still more fun to talk about. Than this. I know this is so terrible. Because I get a feel that the general public did not ship Ren and Stimpy. There's some ships hard people who love hard people people who have a Ez- love it's ezria 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 and we were calling it azaria yeah azaria sounds so much better i apologize to y'all fandom i Can apologize we just call them Azar- we, you guys know how our total that's true goes. we, we could just call shit. them azaria it's, yeah, it's so azaria. much better that's it it flows. decided it's it flows off the tongue so in school aria meets up with uh cute legs ezra <laughs> that scene was Cringy. Cringy. Spencer goes, looking good, Mr. Fitz. Why would you say that about your English teacher? I would never in a million years scream across the parking lot, looking good, Mr. Fitz. It's weird. Even so, for her to even go in the classroom and say, my friend said you had nice legs. Like, Why did we have to go there? Don't make his head bigger with all these underage girls. Ew. (laughs) So gross. Yeah, it's gross. They don't know where this is going. And so Ezra says, why don't you come over? I'll cook you dinner and we can discuss this. I can have a heart to heart. So later at the Montgomery's, Ella is cooking and Arya says, well, I'm not really staying for dinner. I'm going to Spencer's and Mike is also out. So now Ella and Byron will have a date night. And then Arya flashes back to the time where she sees Byron and Meredith kissing in the car. And then she's reminded that Allie told her to go tell her mom right away. But of course, Arya doesn't do that, and she lets her dad 
sway her and keep his secret. I thought it was interesting because it seems like Allie likes to play with fire and will tell the girls to do things like she's the ringleader. But in this case, it was a sound advice. Super genuine to be like, no, you need to tell your mom and she wouldn't have benefited from that. Right. Did she have a better relationship with Arya than all the other girls? Um, I wouldn't say that. Okay. I don't think so. I'm, I feel like there are points on the show where, you know, interchangeable any of the two girls are like seen together more, hanging out more. But like, I don't think it was established that like Arya and Allie were the closest. I think they were all just Allie's minions, if you will. Right. But now as the show goes on, the girls will definitely, you know, have more of a relationship and will interchange. Like in this week's episode, it's Hannah and Spencer. They're close. And then, and you know, another season will be Spencer and Arya. Like it just, they kind of interchange. Um, so Arya goes over to Ezra's and she's very excited because why wouldn't she be? You're getting to see your new potential boyfriend's apartment for the first time with your red light. Gross. It was so creepy. Do you know that colored light bulbs trigger me? Do they? Yeah, even though I know we have them in our house because Aunt controls them. Yeah, but it's not like, it's for, like for the mood. Yeah, like the, no, this is like red. Yeah, when I when I'm driving and if people have their lights outside and they're in a different colored light bulb, like it makes me angry. <laughs> There's there was a house by my old apartment that would have one green light and bulb one red and one red yeah not and it wasn't christmas time no i know exactly what you're talking about and i don't like it when Made people do that angry what is it for what does it mean does it mean they want it to be christmas all the time i don't think those type of people <laughs> put that kind of light bulb out <laughs> you're right you're right um they talk about aria's parents infidelity or her father's infidelity and he mentions how his parents had a mutual tolerance for their infidelity and they got divorced at when he was 12. Um, and But it wasn't even about the infidelity. It was about something they couldn't make work in their marriage. And he tells Arya it's not her responsibility to worry about this, which I feel like is the truth. She shouldn't at 16, 17 have to deal with this. She shouldn't be the sound, the person that is in the middle um, at such a young age. And so he tells her to stay out of her parents' problems because it's not hers to fix. And she takes this as you're a child to stay out of adult business. Which he's like, that's definitely not what he said, but that's how she interpreted it. And she leaves. And her acting like it is her acting like a child who should stay out of an adult business. Exactly. And then her final words to him is like, I'm going to leave because that's what an adult would do. It's the most childish thing. Yeah. It's so childish. It's a clear example of why you two should not be involved. Exactly. And class the next day, this part was Michelle and I were like inching down into the couch. Um, Ezra basically like jumps down another student's throat because he was disagreeing with what Arya had said about To Kill a Mockingbird, the hypocrisy of it. And everyone in the class is very well aware that something is weird here. So she goes to his apartment the next day. Or later on that day. And she's like, how dare you? This could insinuate that something is going on here. And she basically says 
you don't know anything about me, anything about my life, about my parents' situation, and he just says, you're right, I'm sorry, I jump to conclusions, and closes the door so they can talk. And so it looks as though they talk for a while, and it brings her to a point where she wants to tell her mom. She wants to come clean, and Ezra's like, are you sure that's the right thing? Are you sure that's what you want to do? And she says it is. He's like, I wish you could stay. I'm like, let the girl go do what she wants to do. Mm -mm. I just, I hate all of it. I hate it so much. I hate it. And it's just so inappropriate. It, well, yes. (laughs) Like her coming to this realization made him, like this light bulb go on. Like, oh, she reached a mature thought. Please stay with me. Right. No. Ooh, does not sit well. Does not sit well. So she goes home, and at this point, she is ready to tell her mom. Before, she couldn't say it. She's just going to have a carrot. But now, she's ready to tell her mom. And before she can, she sees that her mom is reading a note, and Ella gives her the note. And in the letter is basically a whole summary about Byron's affair. And at the end, it says, just ask your daughter. If you have any questions, ask your daughter. So now Ella knows that Aria has known this whole time. Aria is devastated and Ella is beyond devastation. She has no words. She just leaves. Okay, so on to the juicy bits. Emily and Maya. This is the ju- Oh, these I are mean, the juicy like, bits. This, I like this juicy bits. I thought bits. you were going to say Emily and... And, and Tobes? Yeah. Tobifer? Tobifer. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so Maya has gifted Emily... A red scarf. Michelle oh was God. triggered by this scarf. This scarf looked like it wasn't cute. A dollar bandana. It was awful. It was. It could have been so much more. But maybe, and I don't remember. Was this a good style scarf in two thousand ten? It was very reminiscent of like the bandanas you would tie on your head. Yes, that's what it made me in, think like, of. When I was like in the fourth grade, I did that, and this that was a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, this scarf wasn't <laughs> great, but it was a gift from Maya. It was so. a gift from Maya. It, the color was amazing. I'm like, it's red. Right. It's literally right. just red. Um, but it did look good on Emily, I guess. Kind of. So Emily is wearing the scarf and the girls comment, Spencer, hot scarf. Really? Hot scarf. Hot scarf, M. Hot scarf, M. Is it new? And Emily's like... No, because she doesn't even want to tell anyone where she got it or when she got it. So she heads into the chem lab and she, well, before that, she has taken the scarf off. Uh, Michelle's laughing at the Twilight scene that's about to come up. So she takes the scarf off. She shoves it in the locker. She doesn't really know what the scarf means and she's not ready to handle it. She walks into her chem lab. Toby's the only one standing in there. And she's like, hey, you in this lab? And he's like, guess so. And then he passes by her. He's like, you were wearing a scarf before. You took off your scarf. She's like, yeah, I took it off. It's just like the most basic, unnecessary conversation to have. Yeah. It's just added words. Yeah. Added filler. Yeah. And then the class starts and Emily's like, please, God, no, don't make him my lab partner. And she's literally praying to herself. And then the teacher's like, right over there. Exactly. like Twilight. And he walks over and he sits down. And as they're getting ready to start their lesson, she opens her chem book and in is the one of the photos, one of the many photos of Maya and Emily kissing. So she slams the book immediately and she hopes that Toby doesn't see. And later on, she goes to see Maya and asks Maya, 
if she put that in her chem book. I won't be mad. It just let me know. And Maya's like, why would you be mad? We look so cute. This is adorable. And she can tell that Emily's obviously embarrassed. And by, uncomfortable. And very uncomfortable uh, by by the photo and that the fact that people have seen it. And so Maya is upset that she feels this way and she tells her she has to get back to work. And then one of the last scenes of the episode, Emily is ripping up the photo in front of her house and she's throwing it in the trash and Toby sees (laughs) and he walks over and um, (laughs) he's like, yeah, so I'm sorry that I'm your lab partner. And she's like, sorry, sorry. And he's like, let's stop saying sorry to each other. And um then he's then she says, So did you happen to see what was in my chem book? And she can tell he without him saying it, she can tell that he has. And he's like, We can keep it a secret, that's okay. But then my favorite part is he gives her this lecture of, you know, do you swim because you do it for other people or do you do it for yourself? And she's like, I love how it feels. And he's like, Yeah, I stopped really caring about what other people thought of me. They think I'm weird. They're gonna put shaving cream in my locker, but you know what? I can't really change who I am and I don't want to. But it does get to me and I get why this would happen. Um, but you need to just be be yourself. Be yeah. Yourself. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. So Emily and Tobifer will be secret friends potentially yeah Yeah. and she takes what he says to heart and she goes to see maya and she apologizes to maya and she says that you know she doesn't really know what it all means and she does need space her from her from her mom from everyone to just figure things out and then maya says basically like she'll wait for her this is the most mature conversation between two people who have the entire show the entire show so far and these are two children (laughs) yes Yes, they are children. Yeah. But Maya is, she's very adult. No. Uh, yes. You know, I'm like she, um, I think she's just very worldly. She's very like, um, no, she's mature. She just has a lot. She's has a lot of life that she has already lived. So, but she's, she's still a teenager. And I just, the way these two handled it was great. With yeah. grace. Agreed. All right. Let's take a short break. And we'll be right back. All right. So we're back from your break. I have two goofs. When Mr. Fitz is writing the characters' names from To Kill a Mockingbird on the blackboard, it is evident that Lewis is written instead of Louise. Um, And when Hannah watches Spencer kiss Wren... The closed captioning is completely different from the music playing in Hannah's car. I don't think that that's accurate. Yeah, I don't think that's accurate either. Because <laughs> I watched it today for the fourth, the fifth time, and it was it was right. So, um, we have some music by Rachel Cantu, Chew Lips, The Postmarks, Joy Williams, Oh Mercy, Carrie Brothers, Lana Mir, Andrew Bell, Timmy Curran, and Jim Camacho. Okay, so Mike wants to know: Will Spencer win the Golden Orchid? Uh, no, because I think they're going to find out that this looks very familiar. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Mm. First thoughts on Hannah's dad, Isabel and Kate. Uh, he's a turd. I I don't know what I was expecting. I, I'm thinking of dads from shows past. Yeah. And how even though they sucked, we still got entertainment from them. Yeah, he's not really bringing much no, to the Tom's table here. Tom's a turd, and how could I judge Isabel? I don't know her. And Kate, 
likes to sail. I got nothing. <laughs> she barely spoke too. We don't know them yet. But he's a turd. What's going to happen with Arya's family? Oh my gosh. Yeah, will she say that she knows? Will Ella tell Byron that she knows? What do you think? Yeah. I think maybe she'll kick him out. Okay, so this can go multiple ways. Either Ella's upset because she's finding out for the first time and Arya knew the whole time. Or she knew and Arya knew and she's upset that her daughter was aware of the situation. And that's hurtful that your kid had to live with this. Yes. So I think actually I'm going to go with that route. Okay. Yeah. And I think uh, maybe they'll have to have like a meeting about how adults act and fake it for their kids. I think it's probably going to go that way. Okay. And don't tell your brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's keep him out of it. Yeah. Um, What do we think the footage of Ren and Spencer, Ren and Stimpy, will be used for? Or will nothing come of it? No, of course it's going to come. <laughs> this is pretty little liars. Yeah, I think next week we'll see it. Or if not next week, then the week after. And it'll be. Who do you think will see it first? I would think Spencer. Oh, they'll, they'll taunt her and just yeah. send it to her? Kind of like with Emily in the pictures. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Good, good thoughts. Yeah. Kate asks, what do you think was the best stunt that A pulled in this episode? I'm so glad you asked that, Kate, because I was going to ask you that, that I think we should write down our favorite A stunt of each episode. Okay, cool. So I personally think it was the radio plug. Yeah, I love the radio plug. I don't need you anymore, A. This song goes out to you, Hannah. Like the fact that she caught Hannah in the, they caught, we don't know who A is, (laughs) caught Hannah in the car through the radio for everyone to hear because now it's like oh like everyone can hear this now this yeah. isn't just like directly to you and the fact that hannah like she just knew perfect timing hannah is in the car exactly. she's waiting she's listening to the station that was mine what was yours yeah no that was mine too oh, yeah. yeah so good uh i think kate also said that the the paper flying perfectly <laughs> I was I don't know if I believe that that was a though I think it was kind of just like coincidental coincidental that's yeah. how I took it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was a yeah Will asks why did they set this show in Pennsylvania the OC Gossip Girl One Tree Hill Friday Night Lights they all had a reason for the setting and used it to construct the world Pretty Little Liars doesn't seem to have a reason thoughts yeah that's a really good question I was actually wondering that in the beginning of the episode because they're all in shorts and right it's supposed to be fall and it's fall well it could be i guess it early could be september it could be like in the 60s 70s and at it, this point and still. it could be warm in pennsylvania then i mean it was a warm day today not that we wore shorts or anything but yeah but still i've been wondering that too will why are we is yeah. this come out like why no and i think it obviously these are books so we have to ask sarah sarah shepherd but I think it's a little bit bigger than that. I think that we need a small town, a town that is inconspicuous, but also is creepy in a way. Also, people know everyone's business. It's like you you think it's safe, but it's not safe. I don't think it's um, I don't think it's the it, the town is also like its own entity. It's like a bizarro stars hollow. Exactly. Well, I mean, in a way, it really it is. is right? It truly is because it's the set. But yeah, um, we just I think we also needed a place that had seasons 
because I feel like that's important to the show. Like you can't, if it's, let's just say for the OC, like California, nothing spooky about the beach. It's sunny and lively and warm and tan. Like everything is, is full of life where this could be full of death. I think they utilize it to their advantage. So you guys will see. I don't know. Maybe you'll end up liking it. But again, Sarah Shepard, we'll have to ask her. Okay. Because <laughs> she's the one who came up with this town. Maybe she's from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Jess says, was Hannah's behavior justified when she was out to dinner with Isabel and Kate? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think she was just being her Hannah self and she was like, this is awkward. You blindsided me by bringing these two people here. This is my potential stepmother and stepsister. You just threw them at me. When she made the comment about the veneers. Yeah, and then she's just like, that's how she operates. Like, don't jump on her because she'll literally cut you. She'll cut a bitch. Yeah, she. I I am okay with how she reacted. (laughs) Same. Agreed. And I think that's why her dad kind of jumped down her throat a little bit, too. Jess says, what was A after in Spencer's house, if anything? Because they didn't take Allison's bracelet. My vocal fry tonight is on another level. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, good question. I think just to scare her. I think it was, except for Aria, A did not. (laughs) Okay. That was right. A did not personally attack Aria in this episode. Well, she had attacked the family. Oh, right. I'm sorry. We have the pictures for Maya and Emily, the letter for Aria, Hannah with the song, and then uh, Spencer with everything else. Just creeping her out. Yeah. I think it was just to creep her out. I don't think there was anything that she, I don't think A was getting anything. I think it was just like, you blocked me. But but I have so much power, I can just walk into your house whenever I want. Right. And you'll feel really unsafe in your own home. Yeah. Agreed. Kim says, was it Aria's responsibility to tell her mom? What would you have done? I think I literally would have went to my dad and be like, you better fucking tell her. Yeah. You just, you better. I can't hold on to your secret anymore. Yeah. The fact that he made her hold on to it for over a year is disgusting. And what, what's the worst that could have happened if she said to him, I'm not holding your secret anymore. What is he going to say? Well, we can't hurt your mom like this. Well, you're hurting her already. So, well. I don't know if I, I don't know if I would be able to tell my dad that at 16. Um, but like me now, I would have been like, you need to, I need to be off the hook. You need to tell someone. Yeah, I mean, I think it's easy for parents to manipulate their kids, especially with a situation like this. I probably, f- I feel the same way you feel, but I don't know if I could have been that strong. Right. To be like, dad, Agreed. you need at to At that speak age, up. I don't think I could. Yeah. How are you, you can't process that. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's really tough. Vic says, will there be a Toby-Emily friendship? Yes. You did make this prediction. Yes. Did you ever do any radio dedications or did anyone do that for you? No, I don't think so. The only thing I can think of, and this wasn't the radio, but back in the day, we went to a local um, baseball game and my boyfriend at the time had wrote on the scoreboard, Alyssa, you're a home run. And I missed it. I missed it. Mm-hmm. How do you know you missed it? And he's not just lying. Because I, we were with two other people and they're like, ha ha, like pointing at the screen. And then by the time I like st- looked, it was gone. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like that's, that means so much more looking back. 
Yeah. It's I a mean, huge symbol of. It really was. It really was. Whoa. But that's like the only thing I could think of. Wow. Did anyone ever do that for you? Nope. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> nope. No grand gesture like that. Well, it's okay because you'll just miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever share a locker with someone or share your locker combo? Yes. Okay. So in 11th grade, my friend Amy and I shared a locker and we had one of the skinny ones in the corridor. Mm. Our high school had our, our high school had weird lockers. Like, they had like new lockers and old lockers. Right. They were the lockers that you could have top and bottom. And then yeah. in the hallway, there was like these very, very skinny, skinny uh, ceiling to floor lockers. Amy and I shared one and we would write each other post-its on hearts mm. and write each other notes. Except my locker was notorious for getting jammed and the amount of times I missed the bus going home. Oh, no. And my dad would have to come pick <laughs> us up. No. Yeah. That was 11th grade. I think Sam and I shared a locker, it was like whatever was convenient. We would just like throw our shit in one of our lockers. Our high school was so big. It was huge. You could not make it across to the <laughs> other side in time. No. Would we have three minutes between classes? And I would sweat. Me I would too. From like gym to science, I'll never forget. I would like, you'd have to run up the stairs, run up the other side. I was in uh, sweating. Sweating. And then if you tried to switch it out in between classes at your locker, so that's why it, it helped if you had your friend's combination whose locker was more convenient for you. What was your favorite scene? And we could talk about, we're going to add a cringy scene Yeah, here. that's a new segment here. That's going to be our new segment. I think my favorite scene was Maya and Emily at the end. Same. I almost put Toby giving Emily advice, but I don't think that scene necessarily was the best. <laughs> it made me cringe a little. What was your cringiest moment? I think in the class with Ezra. That was mine. What do you think of my legs? He, that part? Yeah, he literally... Oh, you mean the mocking? Yeah. Oh, that was bad, too. That was, that was bad, too. But the first classroom scene when he says, what do you think of my legs? And she's like, I think it's weird that we're talking about this. <laughs> the The whole chem lab scene was just funny. Right. It's it was cringy yeah. on a different level of the Ezra Wren <laughs> cringy. This was just like, oh, y'all, you tried to do that. Didn't work. This is Didn't weird. Work. It's just weird. Um, I think we both loved Spencer's gray suspender. I loved I love that look. Yeah, I also liked Emily's top and shorts and sneakers in the first scene. Yeah. I love sneakers with with shorts i'm having trouble tonight Same. i don't know why i think i got to the end of the week and there's nothing left in I me i know it's it's brain fry um <laughs> what about a quote yes she can't read her handwriting <laughs> oh it won't be that easy bitches oh okay a. that was a good one i picked um ezra's comment i guarantee you that's not what i said because i said to michelle I'm like oh that's me in a fight so much like mocking i i guarantee you that's not what i said i have, i feel like i've said that like a million times Ooh. in my life i feel like if i was in a fight with someone and they said that to me i'd be like what <laughs> well what about an mvp and shittiest are you ready for that yeah i have my mvp all right on three okay. mvp three, three two, two one, one toby <laughs> yeah yeah uh we had the most votes for toby but we also had votes for ashley aria and maya why aria um, 
for probably wanting to tell her mom. Yes. Do you ever say something and then you go to do a movement along with it? And when <laughs> your eye, I'm trying not to look at you, but Aria, my movement was so she could go <laughs> tell her mom if you're watching. Mm. Just, you know, power. Yeah, I think. And also um, telling Ezra, like putting Ezra in his place a little bit. That was that was pretty good. Yeah. I almost picked Maya, but yeah. I, my gut told me to go with, with Toby only for like his advice was really good. Like, just be yourself. I feel like right now since we're four episodes in, Arya is probably my least favorite. Same. And it's nothing against Lucy Hill. Absolutely not. I just... Same. And I think... Flatline. As the show goes on, I she continues to be my least favorite. Wow. That's what I said. Like, in the beginning of this show, I know they were trying to push you with the Azaria. <laughs> and I was just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> really? Pass. Okay, I'll pass on that. Pass. Uh, it's a pass for me. I just, I think because the other ones, I just see myself and I resonate in, in more than. Where is she? Who? Oh, she's right behind Aria. my head. Or Aria's. Aria. <laughs> I'm hey backwards. Guys, if you like visual podcasts, you should definitely watch us on YouTube and check out the amazing <laughs> visual list created for our green screen. And I'm yeah. pointing at Aria right yeah, now. Yeah, she's right behind you. Yeah. Mm. Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> How did your cousin and Shanna and Ingrid I remember feel? Brittany telling me, my cousin Brittany was like, I was so for uh, Ezra and oh, Arya. No. We'll have to have her on the show. We'll have to have all my past, my past lovers of BLM <laughs> on the show. Um, I'm pretty sure my sister did not stand. And Ingy, I don't think she did either. Okay. But, you know, most of the population, I'd say, did. I love the text from your mom last week who was watching a Hallmark movie. He's like, Ezra's still a cutie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and texted again to tell us. And I was like, okay. She's like, Ezra's great. in this new Christmas yeah. movie. He's still a cutie. <laughs> Texting the picture. I'm like, I know what he looks like. And then she goes, so cute. So cute. Sends another one. Like, yes. Ian Harding. He is very cute. Um, Little's shittiest. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one, one Ren. Tom. Yeah. You know, all of the men suck. suck. There's not one redeeming dude. Except maybe Toby a little bit. Right maybe now. Tobifer. And Sean. Maybe. I don't think Sean's that bad. Eh. I know I you're know. not really I into him. I don't know about him. Sean yet. He hasn't done anything. I guess the fact that he was like, we, you don't have to do this with having sex. Uh, but yeah, Tobifer's okay. I'm putting, I'm not putting him in that category. It's just I know. Like, He's not really a main player. That's it. But yeah, the dudes suck on this show. Yeah, they do. We had votes for Ren, Tom, and Emily. That was Will. He picked Emily only because he couldn't get a Maya and Emily moment because of it. <laughs> because of Emily. He Will. wanted to, he wanted a Maya and Emily moment. What is happening? <laughs> Will, this is I strictly to you. Strictly to you. Everyone else, you can zone out. Will... <laughs> What are you okay? Is happening? Are you okay? This show's good, but like, <laughs> it's not that great. Oh, they're cute. They're very cute. And listen, at this point, they're probably my the favorite. But they're not shit. a couple. At no, the they're point. not. No, they're not. <laughs> Will get back to me? All right, it's time for a Betty of the week. They were total, 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 they were total,
chose our cutie pie chloe this week chloe wanted to wish her a happy birthday are you a scorpio i think is it scorpio season um we just wanted to say thank you seriously you are the cutest and we are so happy that you are a part of our network and you've been with us for so long and you are a dedicated patron and we love when we get to hear from you so thank you so much thanks chloe, chloe. What's your emoji to be? I think I have a good one. Do you? What is yes, it? Yes, a red scarf. Perfect. There, perfect, perfect, there perfect, is a red perfect, scarf. Perfect. There's a red scarf in um the emojis. So if you are liking this podcast, maybe send us that emoji and then a DM possibly or an email or even an Apple podcast review. And I think we have one to read. We do. Cheers to a new pod. Five stars from Julie H. 1993. So excited for this podcast. I am a relatively new listener that found you one day when I randomly searched the OC and Apple Podcasts. Wow. I binged Let's Talk OC and I have started Tree Hill Talk, but I am so excited to listen to a new podcast from Total Betty Podcast Network from the beginning. Oh. Love listening to y'all. Great first episode. And then the phone emoji. Oh. Thank you, Julie. Thank wow. you, Julie. That's so sweet. I know. Hi. Welcome. Thank you so much for your review. You've arrived. Uh, thank you for listening to Let's Talk OC. <laughs> Let's Talk OC. <laughs> I am marbles above. Wow. So we got some Matt Saracen over oh. here. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk OC <laughs> and then going into Tree Hill Talk. I don't know if you're a Gossip Girl fan, but that's you might, okay. Could, you could be. But started this one from the beginning, which is really exciting. Yeah. So thanks, so Julie. We hope you're here and we hope you're liking it. So, okay. All right, so it's time for the title for next week and my secret to share. I will wait for you. Would you believe it? I lost my pen. No, I would not believe that. <laughs> Every, week. <laughs> Every week. How is this possible? How is it possible? Probably, probably in the couch. Okay. Are you ready? You have a pen? Where'd the pen go? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. All right, so. Oh, no, did you write on your pants? Was a big fucking scene. Hairspray, hairspray, hairspray. I don't know why I'm laughing because I don't have hairspray. I don't have hairspray. How am I gonna get? How am I gonna get? Do you have any hairspray? We have to look. We'll Google it. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! It's really not that bad. It broke me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't cry over spilled milk. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so the title for next week, episode five, is <laughs> "Reality Bites Me." <laughs> that can't be real. No, it's the real title. Um, and my secret is i've got a secret i've got a secret i've got a secret spencer wins the golden orchid <gasps> mm, what's really? gonna happen there <laughs> okay so spencer wins the gold orchid wow really yeah but did she, even though she wins it i feel like it's gonna be taken away from her because it will come out or at 
her parents will be proud of her and then they'll read it or Melissa will read it be like, oh, let me take a look at what you wrote. This looks very familiar. Right. If you don't say something, I'll say it's going to come out. Or A will, it'll, see, like, A is taunting them, but she hasn't really, like, taunted the public with what's happening. It's very, it's very direct. Yeah. And so, like, like, even though that letter came through of your daughter knew the whole time, like, she's deliberately trying to hurt them, which I understand. Yeah. So this A will somehow be like, I'll threat, I'll tell your parents or whatever or melissa what about tom i don't think he's in, he's not in next week's episode yeah, i was gonna ask if tom disappears he's not on the island he's, obviously. he's not on the island but he's not in, in next week's episode okay i think emily will continue to take some space and we'll see her and tobifer become better friends mm. maybe they'll study together okay and we'll get to see that home life and jenna because yeah we haven't seen jenna this week Right. I always missed her a little bit. I same. The episodes are better when Jenna's in it. It is. So there's that. But yeah, I think we'll see them studying together. We'll see them hanging out. And then Hannah. Is she going to tell her mom that Tom's engaged? Yeah, I think that will come out. And I think Ella's going to be like, listen, kiddo, I'm sad that you knew this. But me and your dad have been like this for a long time. And I knew and I... Just try to keep it together because that's what adults do. I think mm. she's going to get one of those talks. Okay. And I think we're bound to have some more cringe moments of Azaria. It's inevitable. Yeah. Um, so that's what I think. Do you think Ren will be in next week's episode? I don't. He's not on the island, right? Not he's yet. not. No. Okay, but I don't think he's in next week because I think we're going to be dealing with the, the award next week. Okay. Yes. The Golden Orchid. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, this was a weird one, <laughs> but thank you to everyone who is listening. If you've gotten this far, thanks so much. If you've gotten this far, drop us that scarf emoji. It's a good time. We'll respond back and send you another emoji <laughs> that we uh, appreciate you. And we hope that you're enjoying and we'll be back next week for episode five, which is Reality Bites Me. Hey, thanks so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast, part of the Total Betty podcast network. If you'd like to find out more about our network, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. If you'd like to join in on the fun with submitting questions and comments, weareliarspod at gmail.com is where you'll find us. This has been a Total Betty podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.